Good afternoon and welcome to the Destinado Joshua Messiah podcast. In this episode, we'll be having a short investigation of what the phrase turn the other cheek means, and the answer may surprise you. So, turn the other cheek, it's a mystifying statement. It seems to invite, on first glance, the invitation to be a doormat or to have violence wished upon someone, wished upon yourself. It seems also counterintuitive that when someone hits us or strikes us, that we would simply turn the cheek and not engage. What does this really mean? What does this phrase really mean, the turn the cheek? Is it really as simple as it seems, that it's just a, a signal of non-aggression and an invitation to bestow more violence? Or is there something different going on here? Well, on one level, turn the cheek means to not engage with future conflict. So if you were to turn the cheek, it's almost as if that internal petty dispute that's going on between people that would require violence on behalf of the other person would on one level, you'd turn away from it. You'd simply not engage. That's an overly simplistic um, interpretation. Um, it doesn't lend itself well to the gravitas of Scripture. In fact, the answer to this comes from Roman and ancient tradition. Um, in the Roman Empire, and remember the Roman Empire was a huge political and cultural force back in the day of Jesus, huge. Um, you couldn't move without experiencing some aspect of Rome. The Roman Empire was heavily built upon honor. And the system of honor was something that was traditionally reserved for the very affluent. Think of the people with cloaks, the Caesars, the senators, the politicians, the centurions. For those who had status, also had power and also had honor. And honor was an unspoken um, moral code that existed that dictated proper decorum and the rights of behavior. And again, this honor was reserved for those only from a particular class. For those who weren't of that class, for example, the spiritually unclean or the Judeans or didn't have a lot of money or didn't occupy a position in Roman hierarchy, they did not have honor. Now, what would happen often in personal conflict is it was seen as quite dishonorable um, on behalf of the um, recipient of violence to be struck in such a way that if you... Now, think of it this way, actually. I think of it a different way. If our hands in ancient tradition are used for particular things, um, the right hand, for example, is used typically for wiping your ass, for lack of a better term. Um, and you only use it for this purpose. Um, in ancient tradition, and you actually find this all over the world, look at Arab culture, for example, there is a particular code of conduct that means you can't use one of your hands for um, things. So now in the case of violence, if you were to um, slap someone on the cheek, you would use one particular hand to do that, 
and it would be against the back of the palm. So it would be like a slap moment. And it wouldn't be open-faced. It would be on the opposite side of the hand. And you'd strike someone across the cheek. And that was seen as very disrespectful. That it was a, um, a superior or a higher rank of honor slapping someone of a lower rank. Essentially, it was between a master and a slave. And that's the best way of thinking of it. So when a, a master hits a slave, they're going to strike them on their cheek with a, um, but not with their open palm, but with the back of their palm, with the with their disrespectful hand. That makes sense. Their poo hand, for lack of a better term. Now, what Jesus suggested was, when someone hits you on that right cheek, now think of that slapping motion um, with your left hand upon a right cheek. And I think that's right. I'm trying to position it um, in my own mind. But when you slack, so, slack someone on one cheek, if then you turn the other cheek, okay, and you present your other cheek to be hit too, you can no longer slap with that same back of hand gesture. You have to use an open palm. And the open palm was typically between people of the same rank, the same honor rank. So what Jesus is saying in turning the cheek isn't that you're a doormat and you uh, can be hit at any time and not have a response back. Instead is, if you're going to be hit, if you're going to be slapped, do so with honor, do so with integrity, and that you, everyone has the same right to honor as anyone else. That anyone, no matter what their social rank, no matter what their condition in life, can be treated with respect. And sometimes that respect means that you force yourself to have the same honor as someone else. So to slap someone on the other cheek, to turn that other cheek, means that if you're going to be hit, hey, buddy, we're of the same rank. You can't treat me as a master slave. I'm also a master too. No matter who you are or your social standing in life, Everyone is titled to the same amount of respect. It's a very powerful lesson to turn the other cheek. Very powerful. That all are capable of honor. All maintain honor. Now today, that seems straightforward. But back in Jesus' day, that was a very odd concept that everyone was entitled to honor. Honor was reserved for the upper classes alone. So to turn that other cheek was a big, big statement between two individuals of that hierarchy. So you can imagine if um, a Roman or a master is hitting a slave and that slave then turns you the cheek. That master in his own mind has to now change hands and knows I can't submit this slave anymore. They're not my slave in the sense of honor and rank. So very powerful lesson. I hope that's been helpful today. We'll be doing uh, more of these episodes in regards to dispelling certain um, assumptions we have about scripture. We believe in our organization, we believe also in believers of the Lord, that anything in scripture can be explained and everything is rational. Have a great day. God bless you.